We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. All right, my friends, welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King. How are you doing this beautiful day? It is so beautiful here in Phoenix. It's on my walk this morning with Benji and Ellie, and I just was like, oh, we made it. This weather is so good. I am just a 80 degrees kind of a gal. Like I like it a little bit warm and I love basking in the sunshine and we have arrived. It was such an interesting winter here. Like it really felt like a winter. It was gray. It was rainy. We needed it. We needed it because if it rains here, that means it's snowing in the Rockies and we need that rain. We need that snow. We need that water. So it's a good season and I'm ready for this new season. I think Spring to me is really when the beginning of the year starts. We come out of winter, we come out of hibernation, and we're ready to grow and expand. And it just feels more open and expansive. And for me, being outside, being in nature really helps me expand. If I'm working on a project or I'm working on something that requires me to be creative, I get my best ideas when I am on a run, on a hike, when I'm outside, and I'm just so excited to get back into that groove. How about you? How do you feel about the seasons changing? I know I feel really good about it, and I hope that you feel really good about it too. So today's episode, when I was preparing for it, I kind of had this like aha last week. I love, I have a lot of ahas and I bring my ahas to the podcast because I figure these ahas are not just for me, they are for you. So I hope that this resonates with you, but I had this aha last week of some of the habits that I have and the things that I kind of reverted back to after I had Ellie was a form of comfort and protection. And I talked about that last week on the podcast, how the emotion overwhelm was protecting me in a way. And I noticed when I was coaching myself that I was being kind of hard on myself that I know better. And I started judging myself and I really had this epiphany that the reason why I am still falling into these patterns and these loops is because I'm judging myself. And it's so funny in the coaching world, we say like, don't judge your thoughts. And then when we're coaches, we judge ourselves for judging ourselves. (laughs) It's just this conundrum of being a coach and being a human, because being a human, we just naturally are so critical. We're our our worst critics. And then being a coach, we're aware that we're not our thoughts, but then we judge ourselves for having the thoughts that we think we shouldn't have. And then we just get stuck in this cycle. So I kind of had this aha when I was looking back over my self-coaching, which I do in my journal. And I was like, whoa, these are so, I'm so judgy. I'm judging myself so hardcore. And then it was just this light bulb moment of, of course, I'm still repeating this pattern is because I'm not learning from it because I instantly block anything that I could learn from because I end up judging myself. So today's episode is about how you're going to start, how we're going to stop judging ourselves because when you drop the judgment and you really start to be compassionate 
and curious about why you have certain thoughts or why you are acting in a certain way, that's how you're going to grow and change. Because once you see it, you can't unsee it. And I think the judgments that I was having on myself of things that I know better and I shouldn't be doing, I instantly blocked in an opportunity to transcend it or evolve it or because I would feel shame. And so I would just block it off and I can't evolve. And I was just like having this internal dialogue that something was bad and I'm labeled think bad and good. And instead of just letting it be neutral and learning from it, which is why I just kept repeating the same pattern. So I want you to listen to this episode and think of areas where you are really hard on yourself and areas that you judge yourself, because when you can recognize and pinpoint the areas that you're creating the self-judgment and then you drop it, that's when you have the opportunity to transform. And so what I mean by transform, it's not this like massive event. It's just a perspective shift. And when you have that perspective shift and you can really learn from it, then you're able to grow. Now, I will say that we are our hardest critics. It's true. I mean, come on. We criticize ourselves way more than any stranger could possibly judge our for judge ourselves for. Like we are so worried about other people judging us. And what we're actually doing when we're worried about other people judging us is we're judging ourselves. We are our own worst critic. Now, what I want to offer you is when you stop judging yourself, you're going to be able to have a more fulfilling life. And that is what we're here to do. We want to have sustainable success and we want to live a fulfilling life. Now, I truly believe that It's not success that brings fulfillment. It's fulfillment that brings success. So when you're able to stop judging yourself and you can learn from the things that you're doing, hello, fulfillment, hello, success, all the things that you want are on the other side. So once you stop the the habit, because it's just a habit of self-criticism, your whole world opens up. Now, this takes patience. This takes practice. This takes acceptance and this takes loving yourself and those around you exactly as they are. And this is how you will overcome the habit of self-judgment. So before you try to correct or fix or whatever you think that you need to do, the first step is understanding why you're judging yourself. Why are you judging yourself? So when you notice yourself going into criticism, self-criticism and judgment, you want to pause and look at yourself and see how the lens in which you view yourself. Is it a lens of love or is it a lens of shame? And for me, I was realizing that the behaviors that I was doing that I was judging myself for was coming from a lot of shame. Like, oh, there's something wrong with you. Here's the thing that's wrong with you. And you're never going to overcome this instead of coming from a place of love. So that practice of just looking at why you judge yourself is the first step. Now, I know that I believe deep in my core that we are on this earth to grow and evolve, that we are here to reach our full potential, but we cannot reach our full potential from a place of judgment and self-criticism. We just can't, we can't grow. We can't learn from it. So what we need to do instead 
is look at where we're at, look at the things that we're doing, the things that we're not doing from a place of love and compassion for yourself. Without love and compassion, your desire to evolve, to grow, to become a better version of yourself will take a negative turn anytime you miss, you fail, or you fall short, which is a part of the game. (laughs) It's part of the game. If you're growing and evolving, failure is a part of the game. But if you are judging yourself, you will always revert back to the negative because you think that something has gone wrong or you think something is wrong with you. So building on the episode I did a couple of weeks ago about how self-love is a discipline, it really plays into having the discipline to look at yourself, to think about yourself, to act with grace, with love, with compassion. Because with that attitude, when we turn that inward, it shines, it helps us grow, it helps us evolve. And ultimately it shifts how you show up for yourself, how you treat yourself, how you think about yourself. So if your intentions are to become a more evolved version of yourself, to become the best version of yourself, then there really isn't any room for negative self-judgment, okay? When you recognize that negative self-judgment is the exact reason why you're not growing, everything changes. So remember that every mistake that you make is either a lesson or a blessing. That's how it works. Every mistake is an opportunity to grow. Every failure, every mishap is an opportunity to shine light on the positive. So I'm going to walk you through a process that's really going to help you overcome self-judgment and self-criticism and help you evolve to that next version of yourself. Now, if you think, if you are listening and you're like, okay, yes, I'm constantly judging or labeling something as good or bad or comparing myself or, to others or being super critical, I just want you to know that nothing's gone wrong. In fact, this is how our brains are designed. It's called the negativity bias, right? Our brains are designed to survive before it helps us thrive. Therefore, our brain is constantly scanning the environment to look out for any possible dangers that might be a threat to your survival. Now, back in the day, this really served us. However, now this puts us like in our modern world, world has evolved, our brain has evolved, but the part of our brain that is can, that controls the negativity bias has not evolved because we need it for survival. It actually causes us more hindrance than help. So with the threat of a saber-toothed tiger being very rare these days, you have to consciously be in the work of overcoming and really it's really overriding the negativity bias so you can experience true fulfillment and joy. Like there is just no way around it. It's not even overcoming. Like you literally have to override. We have to override how our brains are wired. But here is the good news that that seems really hard and daunting because it's not. The good news is happiness, joy is always within you. It's always within you. It's there. It's not outside of you. It's just waiting for you to access it. Now, in order to access it, there is a process. And I'm going to walk you through that. 
So the first thing that I would invite you to do is notice where your judgments are coming from. You know, so when we look at the world, our minds, we like to analyze all of the information that's coming in. So this form of judgment is the way for your brain to manipulate and use the body's environment to assess and adapt. So when we're looking that outside of us, but when we look inside of us, right, we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. It's the same thing. Those thoughts are being analyzed. So the process of observing your thoughts, not become, not attaching to them is the way to turn off the noise and the, the stimuli in the outside world and fine tune your thoughts in your internal world. Once you become more aware, you are able to peek in to your inner world. And in that space of consciousness, beyond the judgment, beyond the comparison, beyond the criticism, there is peace. There is bliss. It's a beautiful place to be and you have access to it at any time. You just have to become aware. You have to find stillness. And so that's why when I'm working with my clients, I'm checking in with what their practices are, because if they don't have a daily practice of observing their thoughts or finding stillness, they're just going to be caught up judging the out, the external, judging the stimuli, which then results in their inner world. So this is a really important piece of the work I do with my clients is determining and understanding where the judgments are coming from. The more you tune in to this, the more you can observe how you see yourself. Now, paying attention to where your judgments are coming from and who is doing the judging is going to allow you to become very aware of where you're at and then get a clear direction to where you want to go. Shifting your awareness to a loving understanding is going to help the first step of freeing yourself of any negativity that's getting in the way. So that was the first thing that I had to do was get aware and just doing a thought download, which is getting the thoughts out of my brain onto paper and seeing how judgmental and critical my thoughts were about the actions I was taking. And the thoughts that I had were like, you know better. You should be doing this differently. You shouldn't be having the same problem. And all of these shoulds, I'm shooting all over myself and judging myself instead of getting curious and trying to understand from a place of love why I'm behaving in this way. So that brings me to the next step, which is love yourself. Love yourself. The problem with self-judgment comes from the root of judgment itself. Now, judgment can be helpful. It can be a helpful tool, right? It can help you to understand something and then take action, right? Like when judgment is based off of logic, right? Your intentions are going to be to help you grow, right? You're taking accountability for yourself. You're taking responsibility. And I think that this is a very healthy way to judge ourselves. However, if your thoughts do not align with the feeling of 
love, right? If your thoughts don't create compassion or understanding or even curiosity, that's when you run into trouble, right? If your thoughts create self-pity, if your thoughts create shame, if your thoughts create disappointment, if your thoughts create judgment, these are all a lower vibration. And so what I mean by vibration, it's the energy of the emotion, the energy that we feel in our body. And if you compound these emotions without feeling them, without processing them, this is going to give you more data, more evidence for you to dislike, for you to hate. The more you compound that down without processing and feeling it, the more you're going to think that something is wrong with you. And you're going to try to find all the evidence to back it up, to support it. Now, this form of judgment is not rooted in self-love. This form of judgment is rooted in self-hate. And I know myself, I had so much self-hatred and I've done so much work on it. So when this comes up for me, I'm, I feel confused at first. And then I judge myself because I'm like, I've worked on this, but then I realize I haven't worked on it in the new capacity that I'm currently living. So if you can recognize the thoughts that are creating the negative emotion, then you have the authority to change it. Now you can only change those thoughts if you allow yourself to process what you're currently feeling. And that's where most people get stuck. And that's why coaching is so amazing because I help my clients process the negative emotions so they can access their higher brain and come up with thoughts that will create love and compassion and understanding. So the first thing that you want to do is be kinder to yourself, right? Forgive the mistakes that you made. Forgive yourself with a heart that wants to create, manifest more right in their life, right? So if we're constantly thinking we're doing things wrong, the thing that you need to do the most in that moment is be kind and compassionate understanding. And for me, it was curious. I'm like, okay, nothing's gone wrong, but like what's happening, babe? Like that's literally, I started talking to myself, like the way I talked to Ellie is like, what's going on? And not from a judging place, from a genuine, curious, loving place. Now, I want you to think about the role of a judge, right? A judge's job is to restore balance, to reset harmony. So being your own judge, right? Knowing that that judgment piece is a part of our brain of who we are, but learning how to do it with compassion and a mindset for growth. You can do those two things. Be aware of where your thoughts are coming from right? Where the judgment is coming from, what thoughts are creating it and loving yourself in the process, you're golden. But I have two more things that will be really helpful. The third step after determining where your judgments are coming from, loving yourself is treating yourself the way that you would treat others. Talk to yourself the way that you would talk to others. So that's what I've been doing. I've been talking to myself the way that I talk to Ellie, because the part of me that is behaving the way that I was judging myself is a younger version of me. And she needs so much love. She needs so much compassion. She needs someone to show up for her the way that she needed back then. And I get to do that for her now. So the judgments that we have on ourselves are way harsher than anyone else would place on us, right? It's so easy to see some of the actions or physical flaws in someone else. And we react different. Like 
We don't maybe like it, but it doesn't negatively impact, right? Because we have this degree of separation. It's so much easier to be kinder to others and overlook their negatives because they're not you. You know, your ownership over your personal image will not allow you to be so kind to yourself. So what I want you to do is recognize what you overlook in others in yourself. Think about the characteristics you share and how you treat them differently. So replace any self-loathing thoughts with forgiveness, just like you would do for a loved one, right? Love yourself just as much as you would love anyone else. And that's been so life-giving for me is when I'm having these things come up that I'm like, what's going on? Why am I acting this way? I talk to myself the way that I talk to Ellie. And it's just this cute little shift. I feel my shoulders soften. And so the behavior that I've been judging myself has slowly stopped (laughs) because I'm not labeling it as bad or good anymore. And I'm allowing myself to be seen. And so that's the last piece is be the witness, be the observer. When the self-judgment arises, this is your opportunity kind of step out of it and look at what's going on in your mind. Don't engage with it. Don't attach to it. Just passively acknowledge it when you don't get defensive, right? When you just allow it, this is when truths come up. This is when aha moments, breakthroughs come to the surface. Self-judgment is not meant to hurt you, right? It's not meant to harm you. It's meant to keep you safe, right? This can be your biggest flex. Self-judgment, self-criticism can also be your biggest motivator, right? Your worst critic, your biggest hater out there, because you also have access to be your biggest fan. So when you let the truth come up, when you let the truth come to the surface and you allow yourself to work through and allow the emotions to come up and pass through you, you will be mind blown how you can overcome self-judgment in a short period of time. So what I want to leave you with is learning this skill of how to notice the judgment, let it come up, let it go, allow what is, and then you have the opportunity to respond with intention. You don't have to overthink this. You don't have to be hard on yourself if you don't get it right, right? All you have to do is allow what is because shaming it and pushing away and judging is exactly why we keep repeating the things that we don't love about ourselves. If we can let it come up, we can understand it and meet it with love, compassion, curiosity. Now we have the authority to change it. And it's so exciting. And this is how we get to grow. So if you're noticing judging yourself, I want you to walk through this process that I just walked you through and see how that judgment can turn into your biggest fan, how you can shift into being your biggest cheerleader. You have the power to do that, my friend. All right. That's what I got for you today. Stop judging yourself, start loving yourself and just watch how you can learn and grow so much quicker. All right, my friend. Until next time, remember to love yourself, stop judging yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so 
worthy of it. Until next time.